If you have a story to share, tell us. How are you going to leave your mark? Today's guest on Leave Your Mark is Zoefa PhD. He is a speaker, trainer, entrepreneur, and passion expert coach. He helps aspiring entrepreneurs get clarity and confidence on their true passion to get paid doing what deeply drives them. He is also a minister. He's passionate of God, personal development, and leadership. He aspires to build a community of one billion people dedicated to making a difference while making a fortune through self-realization. And he is also a father of four. Hi there and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast. Leave your mark with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's fly, loose fit it. It's Cortez. If freeze and chop is in it. It's Cortez. Leave your mark. It's about inspiring the world. One guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb. It's Cortez, you heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. So, oh, it feels like on the other side of the world. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. You're in, you're in Cameroon, Africa, correct? Yes, Central Africa. Okay, now this is very exciting to have you here because you're our first international guest. You're also <laughs> our first personal development coach. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but I kind of want to touch and give the listeners a little background on you and your childhood, what it was like and what it was like being in your family and so forth. So take me into your youth. I don't know, say like 10, 11 years old and what was life like and how did you see life going and what were you going to be up to? Okay. When I think about my upbringing, my youth, what I can tell is that I grew up with a, a mother who is a woman of faith and a father who was a little bit abusive financially. What does that mean? It means that he used to condition his financial support with the fact that we had to abandon or give up our faith. And on the other side, there was my mother, who was a faith woman who educated us in the faith values. So that was the dichotomy of the environment in which I was brought up into. But the fact is that... uh, I had the both, the influence of the both in my life. First of all, the faith values of my mother deeply influenced how I'm seeing things now, how I'm understanding the world, how I'm perceiving things, but also the entrepreneurship side of my father because he was a successful entrepreneur and he didn't believe in God in the first period of his life. Thanks God, because in the last days I got converted in my in the faith. But that is how I grew up. I grew up with these two pillars who define who I am today. Because I'm a minister of the gospel, I'm also an entrepreneur, and I'm also a coach. So I grew up also with this hatred about poverty because. The simple fact that my father used to condition his support with the fact that we have to give up our faith created in me a hatred when it comes to poverty. Not just because of poverty, but because of the dependency. It reduces people to because when you are financially dependent, people can influence you in such a way that you can even give up your values in life. That is how my upbringing defined or shaped how I'm high today because I am this kind of guy who want to make or help the world know that 
It's possible to be a faith guy, to be a value guy, to follow your purpose, to follow your calling, and at the same time, live an abundant life because it's possible to live the two. And that is why I came up with this concept of true passion. That is how I grew up. That is how my parents influence who I am today. Now, you go on to school and you get a master's and a PhD. And yeah. life begins to happen. What was your degree in? I had a PhD in management science and I'm a lecturer here in one of our state university, And that is also the influence of my father who was so concerned about our formal education because he didn't have the opportunity to have a father who was able to bring, to send him to school. So he used to tell us that we have to go to school because we have a father who can pay for that. That is how I grew up. That is how I had all my degrees. I went to university and I got my PhD. When you graduated from school and university, then were you entrepreneurial right out of school or did you take a job somewhere else? And then how did life begin to unfold there in your 20s? Oh, I'm glad you are asking that because at the beginning of my career, I was not an entrepreneur because my father, even though he was an entrepreneur, used to push me to have a good job. So I started by being a consultant for some entrepreneurs here when it comes to accounting and financial statements. So I started with a formal job and teaching in some private institutes here. So my entrepreneurial journey started when my father died in 2012. I think his presence blinded me or was blinding me from these opportunities I had with the fact that it's possible for me to use what I know, what differentiates me from other people to make a living and to improve other people's lives. How much did that moving forward when your father passed plays in to having a bigger understanding of what to do as an entrepreneur? You see, today, that is today, when I'm looking back or that I understand that is children pick up what you are, not what you say. Even though it used to push me to get a job, get a good degree, get a good job, unconsciously, I picked up his way of living. And the fact was that I noticed very young that in the families, it was the one who was like the breadwinner. When they had financial issues, it was the one who was always stepping out to solve the problem. So you see that very early, I discovered that this is the guy who is making the game. This is the guy who had the money. So when I grew up, first of all, I discovered that because he was in a logging business, in his contract that he had with one of his partners, his main partners, he wrote literally that I have to continue in that activity. So all of that came into place and had an influence in me in such a way that I discovered that is the real way I have to go to. That is the way to be financially free. That is the way to live a life on your terms. And that is really what I wanted. The fact that I tested being an employee, I discovered that it's difficult and it's been quite impossible to become financially free by being an employee. So all these different episodes, different events of my life 
had an influence so that when my father died, played an important role in me so that now I'm in the entrepreneurial journey. So this kind of ties together all of how being a minister, being entrepreneur and having your faith and having money too plays in. It was around 2012, you began to look into online entrepreneurship and then you work your way into you're now a coach. So how does this all begin to happen? Okay, my entrepreneurial journey started in 2012, but my entrepreneurial journey through internet started around 2014, 2016 by then. What brought me to internet? When I was ordained, because I've been ordained, I had this conflict in me because I was in conflict with the fact that serving God means that I have to be financially broke. And the other part of me was after financial freedom. So I spent seven years, I think it was from 2004 to 2011, struggling with that conflict in my life. Because all those ministers I was getting inspiration from were almost broke. And unconsciously, it was like, if I want to serve God, if I want to become a minister of God, I will have forcibly to become, to live in poverty. But at the period of 2011, I started reading some books like The Late Doctor, My Small Role, Think and Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich, and many other books of one of Tony Robbins. That is how I started understanding that Wow, there is no problem with a minister being rich. There is no problem with following your calling, achieving your purpose, and be financially free. And that is how in 2014, I started sharing on the internet my thoughts concerning that topic. And that is how all my journey on the internet started. Because when I started sharing my thoughts, I had some feedback from people who were saying, that's good, that blessed me, that was so inspiring, just by sharing my thoughts. Because I didn't have somebody in the church environment with whom I can share that. So I start sharing it on the internet. I think it was in Twitter. You are listening to Leave Your Mind with your host, Vince Cortez. Leave Your Mind. Inspiring the world, one guess at a time. So now you have a master class and it's discover your true passion. I think what I got most out of seeing proportions of this is, is that you emphasize the willingness to do the work in order yeah. to succeed. How to find your true gift of passion. So can you share a little bit of how your course is and what it entails? Yes, my main concept and the core concept that upon which my online business now is based is what you call true passion. Why emphasizing on the true, the term true? Because nowadays what many people call passion is not really a passion. It's just an hobby. When you study the concept of passion and you go back in time, in the origin, in the beginning, passion has nothing to do with just what you love. Because today when people want you to follow your passion, they used to say that follow what you love, but passion is much more than that, it's deeper than that. I was in the band of my community for three years. 
I was a pro singer. I made all the effort you can imagine to improve my singing proficiency, but I was a poor of the poorest or the poorest of the poorest. And I remember one day going back home on the side road, thinking about quitting. I was thinking about quitting. I said to myself that what I love doesn't love me. It was literally what I said. What I love, I love music, but the music doesn't love me. And as I was planning about quitting. And a couple of weeks later, our leaders made an announcement that he recruited a professional singing trainer. And I decided to give him a shot. And I remember clearly in my mind, the first session, he auditioned us to judge our level of singing. Ah, I had a bad performance, the poor performance of the session. But at the end, I decided to go and see him because I wanted to know if there is hope for me because I didn't want to invest my time and my energy in something that will not get me some result and I didn't want to get frustration over frustration. So when I told him that I love music, but since three years I was in this band, there is no improvement in my singing proficiency. And I, I don't know if I am made for this. And he told me something that changed my life. When it comes to singing and also in other domains in life, gift is good just for giving you clue where you have to invest your time and your energy. But nobody in life becomes successful just by being gifted. Gift is here to give you the indication where you have to invest your time and money. And he said to me this, what will make the difference down the road here is your passion. And I said to him, what is passion? He said to me that your passion will be defined by your willingness to put the work and to do all the exercise I will be giving you. And if you do exactly what I said, I can assure you that one year from now, you will be a best singer. And at that time, during this first session, he gave us vocal exercises that we had to practice three to four times per week. And when I went back home, I said to my wife that, you know, I have to exercise seven days over seven 365 days over 365. My wife thought that I was joking, but I practiced 365 days over 365 days. And guess what, Vince? At the end of the first year session, at the first year training, we had an evaluation session. And all of the members of the band were saying that I was the best singer of ah. the band. <laughs> I was the best singer of all the band. And after that, I got recruited of one of the best band in the city just because I understood the real meaning of passion. And I applied this principle in everything that I did since then. That is how I started understanding the real meaning of passion. It's not defined by what you love. When you see the etymology and the origin of passion, it means to suffer. It comes from the Greek word, Latin word that means to suffer. But not to suffer like the word compassion, but because compassion means to suffer with. But passion means to suffer for. What are you willing to suffer for? 
and things that define your willingness to suffer it things is a something you love so much you are willing to pay the price to achieve it in other people's life or something you hate so much you are willing to pay the price to change it also in other people's life true passion has nothing to do with me it has to do with the people I want to serve. That is where there is confusion between passion and hobby. So my program and my masterclass is about, first of all, raising the level of awareness of people on the fact that there is a true passion and everyone has, we have a true passion. And the true passion has this potential, not just to help you achieve financial freedom because it has to do to solving other people's problems, but it also can help you achieve your purpose. So in that masterclass, a six-week masterclass, a six-lesson, the first is about the true passion formula where I get them into the seven most powerful questions to uncover their true passion and the five factors of their true passion. The second lesson is about what I call the marketable passion formula to help them turn their passion into a product that a market can buy. The third lesson is about the marketplace success formula to help them understand how money flows in the market and how you can attract it. The fourth lesson is about what I call the expert type because there are five ways you can make a difference with your information. What I call the talented expert, the skillful expert, the survival expert, the reporter expert, or the connector expert. The fifth lesson is about the blue ocean formula. Five questions to answer to create your niche where competition is irrelevant. And the last lesson is the profitable stage formula. Five secrets to set up your stage for impact and profit. So globally, this is the sixth lesson of this masterclass. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Be our friend on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You are listening to Vince Cortez. We just want you to leave your mark. Now, on this masterclass, this is one-on-one -on -one coaching with you? Yes. Those who want that can reach out to me, inbox, they send me their email, and I started giving them this course week by week. And I give you the time to implement the first lesson, then the second. So it's a six-week masterclass. Now, based on where you're currently at, what is your biggest challenge right now getting in front of your audiences, getting a chance to share your message? The big challenge is to get in other people platform and stage because I strongly believe in the message I'm sharing because I'm living it. And I have many clients here in my country who applied it and their life completely changed. So that is my big challenge. There you go. That's a great opportunity for those that want to be coached by you to follow your lead and do as you do. That's a wonderful thing. I would like to know how you would like to be remembered. What would you like to be your mark in this world to be? I have to be remembered as this guy who helped people understand that passion is the way. True passion is the way. True passion is the way because basically people are seeking abundance, meaning financial freedom. And I want to be remembered as a guy who helped them understand with that, with the fact, with the fact that true passion can help you achieve all of that. You don't have to choose. You can have all of that with true passion. Very well said. I'm ready to go. I'm signing up. <laughs> yeah.
This was a thrill for me. We met on the internet. I think it was Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. We were posting a lot of motivational quotes and mindsets, and I was picking up on it. And I decided to DM you, and you responded. (laughs) This was kind of cool. You know, this is an internet relationship, legit. And uh, I'm very enthused about what you do. The idea of understanding your passion, because I think for many years I was searching for what it is. My true meaning was in it. You know, a man on a mission is the most attractive man there is out there. So when that mission is larger than your capacity and your passion takes over, special things happen. You see, money is good, but money is not all. We want money for something. We don't want money to admire money, to put money on the table and just rejoice because we have money. The importance and the criticality of money comes from the fact that there is something for which I want to use it. And when you have to discover your calling, when you discover your purpose, that is how you can use that money as a fuel to get to your destination. Money is not a destination. It's just a means to an end. We have to understand that just having money is not enough. It's not an end in itself. At a certain period of my life, I had a lot of money. And let me tell you, One day I was sitting by myself and I asked myself, if I can remain in that state of wealth and riches and be able to travel all around the world and do whatever I want, will I be happy? And my response was no. Money is good, but money is not everything. But when I shifted my focus from me to other people, I can assure you that just by seeing the joy in the eyes of someone, when you help him understand his true passion, and when you see him starting sharing his passion and impacted lives, is far beyond and is far above the joy of money. That is why it's very important for everybody, not just to achieve financial freedom, but most of all, to achieve their purpose. Because that is where there is juice. That is where you will find real happiness. Just by getting involved in your passion or the activity of your passion, you feel fulfilled. You don't need money. And that is one of the indicators I use with my coaching clients. What is that activity you can do without any financial reward, but you are still happy to do it? That is the activity people, any one of us have to discover. And if you are in this spot in your life where you are following your purpose, you are happy doing that, you are changing lives, and at the same time, you are financially free, you are the happiest guy in the world. Yes. Indeed. (laughs) Well, you definitely are the embodiment of your course. Your true passion is shining through. So I want to thank you for being a guest today. I really appreciate your time. I have something. I have a free ebook called The Seven Most Powerful Questions to Uncover Your True Passion. If there are people who want that free ebook, it's totally free. They can DM me. I will give my Facebook page and my Instagram so people can DM me and I will forward that free ebook. It's totally free. But those seven questions, they have to go through all those seven questions. And if they follow the seven questions at the end, they will get clarity on their true passion. 
Excellent. All right, my friend, it was a blessing and I look forward to being in contact with you, watching your course and your coaching as well as your ministry grow. Okay. Last, and I'll be in touch with you soon. It was a blast also for me. Thank you for inviting me in your show. And uh, I hope people got some value from that. Oh, I'm sure they will. This was excellent. Okay, Okay. be blessed. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Leave Your Mark today. Tune into our next episode of Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez.